Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who joined us last week, you will remember that as you are sheltering in place, we want to create a place for you to shelter in peace, a time where we can have encouragement and um just hope. We are an Easter people. Amen. As we say, Happy Easter. We are an Easter people. He is risen. Amen. He is risen. Alleluia. And so we thank you for being here with us. And we are going to be going to be talking today about so many of the amazing blessings that we have been given during this time and the ways that you, our listeners, have blessed others. I am Mari Cleveland, and I'm joined in the studio today once again with my by my dear friend Janice Givens and our very talented producer, Annie Porter. So thank <laughs> all you. Six, all six feet apart. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We want to be safe in here. Um, so that is what we're talking about today. In addition to talking about blessings, those we've received, as well as those we have given to others in amazing creative ways, we also will once again be praying your prayer requests. So our team has been on the phone calling you, our amazing listeners, and asking for your prayer requests. And so we will be praying those prayer requests. And all of you prayer warriors, we invite you to pray along with us as well. As we get started, of course, on the top of all of our minds is the amazing Holy Week that we just experienced. And so Janice, I'd love for you to start to share with us some of the things that you and your family did um, over um, Holy Thursday and Good Friday and leading into beautiful Easter Sunday. Wow. Well, hi, Mari. Good to see you again this week since uh, we aren't able to see people, but it's nice to see you six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I just also wanted to, um, to mention, too, a shout out to Carol and all the volunteers of the Quest because they've been calling hundreds and hundreds of listeners. And we're just checking in on everybody, calling and saying, how you doing? How are you doing through this sheltering? So they've, and then, you know, and asking if there's any prayers and boy, have they been last week, we had six pages, single spaced, I believe. Yeah. And this week we have another seven pages. I do believe there may be a little bit more than single space, but, or a little bigger font this time, which is nice, but there's still seven pages of prayers and blessings. So we are just amazed to have such a wonderful listener base. And that's what we wanted to do. We just wanted to reach out to you. And this is live from our studio in Roswell, Georgia, the quest. And so we just wanted to come to you, you know, we'll be here as long as we're sheltering. So every Wednesday at 11, we'll be here um, passing on your prayer requests. And if you have any that are coming in today, like right now, you can feel free to go ahead and go on Facebook. Okay, that's Annie. That's you, millennial girl. Tell us what you what they do. <laughs> Yeah, so on our Facebook page, we've got a couple posts there, and you can um, go on there, and I will respond to you because <laughs> I'm watching Facebook over here on our laptop, and you know, leave a Facebook um, prayer request or our a glory story as y'all were talking yes. about yes. how you've yep. been blessed during this time or how you've been blessing other people. Right, right, and also Carol is in the other room. Um, more than six foot apart. <laughs> so she's over there in the other room. And she's on her computer and she is going to be taking prayer requests from at info at thequestatlanta.com. Yes. Right. So send us an email that way as well. Right. And she also just got one. Um, actually, gosh, that one's just a cute one. Just She just got one a minute ago. Sorry. You just got to start with that this one. This one yeah. with Sophie. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, please do. We do pray. have this beautiful prayer request from this young girl named Sophia. And her heart is just so amazing. Mm. Her praying for her family, especially for her little sister, for her little sister, Sharon, who just had open heart surgery. Mm. And Sophia wants to, us to pray that um, Sharon stays healthy and that her whole family still stays health, healthy. And she's also thinking about her dad. So she asks us to pray mm -hmm. for her dad's mm -hmm. job as well. So Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come um, 
Dear Lord, we just ask you to be with Sharon right now, with Sophia and her entire family. And Lord, we thank you that you are the God who heals and the God who is there with her and that you specifically hear sweet Sophia's prayer request. And and so we just pray for her in Jesus name. Amen. 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 And we didn't even start with a prayer, really, did we? No. So we wow, right. we're, we're new at this. We're new at this. <laughs> we forgot to remind you that we were new at this. <laughs> All right, so let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Father Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just give you this hour. We know that ever since we began this radio station, we have asked you just to be, we've just wanted to be a mouthpiece for you and a voice for you and your your mother, Jesus, mother, Blessed Mary, uh, especially Our Lady of Fatima. So Lord, once again, we just give you this hour. We just ask you to use our hands and our mouth and our minds and our souls and our bodies to lift you up and to lift up all of our listeners. Lord, there are so many prayer requests that so many listeners have, and you know them because you're, you know, their hearts. So Lord, just listen to them and, and wrap and Mary wrap your mantle around our listeners as well, especially in this crazy time of sheltering, but just give them peace because Lord, we know you are not a God of fear. You are a God of peace. You are in control over all of this. And we know that you are, there's nothing to be afraid of with, with you in control and that we know that you can, you're the ultimate physician and can cure any disease that we might have, uh, spiritual or physical. And so we just look forward to seeing how you're going to make a beautiful thing out of the mess that this is <laughs> the mess that we're in right now. So we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Amen. Son, Holy, Father, Spirit. And Holy Spirit. Amen. And Janice, actually, you know what? Can I share something really quickly yeah, that you just yeah. made me think of? <laughs> and it's just that you know, as we pray, pray these prayer requests, and we may not get to all of yours on the air because yeah. there are so many, and some of you are praying for the same things, but pray along with us. And do know that our Lord is such a personal Lord. You know, he, obviously he's personal. He sent his son here to die for us, but he is personal in the way he wants to answer your prayer request as well. Amen. And Janice just said, we are new at this. Janice and I, <laughs> this is only our second time to ever do this. And I just want to share with you really briefly a prayer that I prayed last Wednesday, right before we came on the air and how God answered it just so personally mm. to me. And so I just encourage you to know that he wants to answer your prayers personally as well. Um, Last last Wednesday, as I was getting ready, I was brushing my teeth and washing my face and getting ready to come in here to um, AM 1160, the Quest studio. And I told God, I said, God, I am not a theologian and I don't really know what I'm doing. I've yeah. never done this before yeah. and I don't want to um, embarrass you, Lord. I want to do this well for you. And so I sat down right after I, I brushed my teeth. I sat down and I opened up my Magnificat for Wednesday and you all, the very first oh, right, reading... Right. Uh, the first reading for last Wednesday, the very first line was from Isaiah 50, and it said, The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue hmm. that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. And wow. I thought, wow. oh, my Lord, you so are personal. so amazing, because it was personal for me, because I've never done this, but I have been speaking and yeah. leading retreats and teaching classes to adults for about 30 years. And I thought... You're right, Lord. I have a well-trained tongue, mm -hmm. and I don't really know all the answers, but your Holy Spirit does, and you can work through me. And so it, just one of those where we can rest in Him. He is yes. always with us, and we can rest in Him and know that He's He's got us. Amen. Hey, and by the way, we're all in this together. So the listeners, this is your first hour or your second time, too, of, of being your, your show. So we're all in this. So let us know you're out there, because it's kind of funny just sitting here in this room talking. <laughs> But I know you're there, but especially like on Facebook, just say, you know, hey, we're out there. Yeah, just go to the Quest Atlanta, search for that on Facebook or on yeah. Instagram or, right. or Twitter. Um, but 
preferably Facebook. That's right. That's where I'm interacting with you right now. So. Right. And we will have a special mystery guest again yes. um, later on in the show, which I'm really excited about. And we're also going to have a little mystery reveal. Um, during this quarantine, my daughter dyed my hair blue yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks awesome, by the way. <laughs> it's actually more of a teal, which is my favorite color. <laughs> But um, my friends were like, well, send me a picture. I'm like, nope, you got to uh, annual post one on Facebook during this show. So you have to look on that to find out what my hair looks like. <laughs> and I did hers, too. It was actually she wanted me to do hers. So I just joined in. But besides that, what a holy week. What a holy Amazing. week. We will never Amazing. forget this holy week. He is risen. Alleluia. We can say it. Alleluia. Yes, alleluia. Alleluia. <laughs> what an amazing holy week. I mean, I've never had it's. I, I've never had one like this. It's amazing. Uh, you know, we just had so many blessings and our family, like maybe yours, has all kinds of little traditions we do during Holy Week. And I was really ups- uh, a little bit bummed. I was like, how am I going to do these? The churches are closed and mm-hmm. feeling a little bit kind of, to be honest, feeling a little bit like purgatory must feel like, mm-hmm. you know, he is, a, you know, he's there, but you can't get to him, yeah. you know? And so yeah. I would go, Grace and I, my daughter and I would go over to our church and we know where the adoration chapel where jesus is on the other side of the wall so we'd stand on the outside of the wall and lean through the bushes and touch the wall because we know that jesus was on the other side and i was just really mourning not being able to see him Mm. but we got all kinds of special treats to tell you about because it was so exciting but first of all like holy thursday holy Um, thursday holy thursday we always do this thing called uh it's it's old traditional devotional called seven churches Mm. and it stems from rome okay and i think it's from the seven hills of rome and you're supposed to uh, go visit seven churches. As you, as you know, on Holy Thursday, uh, there every church puts out an altar of repose, which mm. is, you know, we have Jesus in the monstrance, and there's some beautiful uh, uh, presentations of Jesus all over, and every church does a different one. So every year, we go to seven different chapels like that, and we go in and pray, and uh, we, we dr- literally drive around and drive fast, you know, well, not, well, not too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Not faster than our guardian angels. Um, So we drive. And then, so we go to a Holy Thursday celebration. Usually we start at St. Bridget. And then we go to six more chapels. And then afterwards, we try to get into uh, IHOP or Waffle House before Good Friday starts. Because you can still, like, eat something before midnight. So that's what we always do. And it's always really special. And we try to really embrace all the different cultures of Atlanta. So we go to Vietnamese church and some Hispanic churches. And just really, it's beautiful. So we were really upset. But this year... We picked seven chapels and we went ahead and did it. And, you know, we usually have eight or nine carloads of people. So we went and started and we just made a big circle in the parking lot. So uh-huh. we started at St. Bridget, made a big circle. Oh, and you and you say two stations at each church. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we we did that and then we, we were connected on, a, on a, a conference call. So we did that and then we drove to the next one and drove to the next one. We actually came here. Uh, Qu- we added Quest and because we do have a chapel. So we were all out in the parking lot all around <laughs> our and we, again, know where Jesus is. So we were, I was pointing and going, he's right behind that wall. (laughs) And then we ended up at um, our last stop. We went to our school, Regina Chaley Academy, and we um, had a special treat there. Um, Our chaplain was inside the chapel praying the benediction. So he jumped in on the line, started praying the benediction, which was amazing. And then he came out on the porch with Jesus. And so everybody, we knew that we were supposed to park with one space between us at that time. And then, so we all got out and got in between our cars. Each family got between their car and got on their knees and in the parking lot and got to see Jesus um, from afar. 
So that was really cool. <laughs> what a really beautiful cool. sight. It was oh. awesome. And I know you had a special Holy Thursday. We did. Well, and um, for those who were listening last week, I think I told you that our family, when the children were young, we did... Um, we've done Seder meals before and things like that for Passover, but yeah. we, but on Holy Thursday, we did um, the washing of the feet oh in my our, gosh. our family. And so it was <laughs> where we uh, took the kitchen table out and oh we all gosh. sat on the floor on cushions so we could be reclining at table and just had a little bit of food and wow. we um, all took roles and so this year the kids decided they did, did want you to draw do it jesus again. i did not last time i drew jesus this year my son drew jesus nice. so it was pretty cute and he had the towel over his arm and he had the water basin but i do have to admit you know if you are trying if you were visualizing this amazing beautiful serene just incredible um experience that was not what it was no. like at my house at all because we also have a new dog <laughs> and she's a puppy and we realized that when the food is that low to the floor that does not work so we had to close her up off, upstairs oh no and she was not happy oh so during the entire reenactment of um the last supper the dog was barking throughout the entire thing oh my gosh so it was pretty funny so it was very real it was yeah. very real Chaos. Once funny. again, one of those that, that you will not forget. You no. won't forget. You know, no, and Janice, no. your story made me think so much about how thirsty people mm. are for oh, Jesus. Man. We are so thirsty. And I really pray that that is one of those things that is oh. not going to change, Amen. that we are going to continue to be so thirsty for Jesus. Right. There was a story that um, that a that a priest, I think he was in Texas, was having a very small um, service just for like his brother and about three people. So just his family members, but he had forgotten to close the church doors. He had the church doors open uh, and it was amazing. People were coming by wow. on the sidewalk and they saw mm. that somebody was celebrating the mass, oh that, that Jesus was being celebrated, that the mass was being celebrated and people were just drawn oh, in wow. and that church people just started to pour in and he had to apologize that, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to do this, but you know what? Yeah. Well, Jesus. we need to yeah, see Jesus. We, we, we want, we crave to we're see. Craving, this is our best yeah. friend. We're, yeah. we're, done, we're missing him. We're missing to see Jesus. We are people that believe that that is not a symbol. It's right. actually the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. So exactly. we, we miss him. And, and, you know, and just like the tomb, you know, he's come out now at Easter and he's come into our homes and he's come into our domestic churches. And like Annie said last week, we've been deployed. So, um, yeah, we have to, now that he's out and in our homes in a more, uh, a creative, realistic way, we have to keep them there. And we have to, you know, if you're having a family dinner, leave a chair for Jesus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was we, um, we also did a really cool, a nice Good Friday mm. um, celebration. My niece, Rachel Miller made stations of the cross with coronavirus uh, prayers oh, as wow. well. And she made them, you know, she took some, a lot of time and really thought about that. So we got a conference call again. So, um, a lot of all my family, a lot of my family members were on this conference call at their different churches. Like Mary, my sister was up in Connecticut and then Sandy was at Holy Family at the mm -hmm. outdoor stations. My dad, my dad and Joni's family was over at St. Jude's at their state outdoor stations. We were at St. Bridget with the outdoor stations. And then a couple other people joined in from home and we said the stations, um, together with this coronavirus prayer after each station was really powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was like, we were like, hmm, maybe we should do this again next year. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I did not know you were doing that, but I kind of was a part of yours because mm. 
Our family was actually at St. Jude doing the stations as Joni and her family drove in. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that amazing? Wow. So it was happening at the same time. But we did the same thing. We went and we'd never done this as a family yeah. because typically you go and you just all go to church and right. you follow along. Right. But you have to be a little more intentional about this. Yes. And I think that's the other blessing is that we are becoming more and more intentional right. about our faith and about oh, what yeah. we're doing and, and just kind of prying away some of those things that don't really matter in our lives as much. Right. So our family did. We went to our, our church. St. Jude does have a beautiful outdoor station yes. of the cross. Thank you. I think it was the Dietrich Brothers, Eagle oh. Scouts, who did that for us. So thank you guys for, for creating those for us. But there was one other family. So this was unusual. There was one other family who was already doing the station. So in order hmm. to be six, six feet, feet apart and be very mindful, we actually started the stations at station number four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you also have to little, be a little creative and flexible during this time. So oh, we started wow. the stations a little, uh, you know, and then kind of worked our way back around wow. and did one, two, wow. three after. But it did make it more, we had to be much more mindful about it and much more intentional. And, yeah. you know, each of the children took turns reading mm. the stations and um, it was beautiful to be able to do wow. that. Yeah. You know, it really struck me at the last one or one of the last stations when Jesus, when Mary is at the foot of the cross, Mary yeah. and John are at the foot of the cross, you know, and potentially it's about six feet. Yeah. You know, oh, it, wow. Yeah. It really struck me like how painful that must have been for Mary to be and John to be away from Jesus and to only be able to look up. And, you know, so I just I think a lot of us were just really mm. embracing that first Easter and just really feeling that distance in a way that we've never been able to feel. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we can just keep embracing this longing and just this desire to. Uh, consume Jesus rather than just to have a spiritual communion. And we just pray. We can't wait for those churches to open back up or at least the parking lot masses or the mm -hmm. parking lot adoration. Um, or, you know, I know there's some priests, a lot of priests in, that are going to the homes, going into the neighborhoods with mm -hmm. Jesus in a monstrance. So that's wow. amazing. Wow. There's all kinds of great things happening. And our friend Lisa Wheeler um, had all kinds of great things. I mean, the busiest woman in the world also just, uh, you know, did all these wonderful things for Holy Week. So I know that we uh, got a lot of information on that. Would you share a couple of those, Mari? Sure. So she also did a really unique stations. It was beautiful with her children. They actually, she actually asked each of her children, um, Actually, I can't remember how many children Lisa has. She's uh, a lot. She has five. Okay, she has five around. children. <laughs> it's I'm a thinking, moving target. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fourteen, but but no. she had. But she did ask them to get fourteen of the largest stones that they could find, <laughs> and so I think they scattered out into the the woods behind her house, and they all got um, a big stone. And then each, um, or she and her husband described each station to their wow. children to really explain to them what was going on at, during that station. And the children actually drew on the stones, mm, and that's they drew. Amazing. Yeah, they drew the representation of what was happening at that station on the stones and then they positioned their stones throughout the woods oh. so they created their own stations of the cross and um oh gosh then those they drawings through. are going to be so precious can i wonder if she imagine? can preserve those that would be amazing yeah yeah, maybe she can spray something oh, on it. Mod Podge or yeah, something. I know. <laughs> Creative, Creative Janice is over here thinking about what, what tools could she use to do that. But then the family then walked through and each child who had drawn that station got to dis got to pray and lead the oh, prayer man. at that station. And she said it was probably the most meaningful stations of the cross the family has ever attended. You know, and her her example also reminds me, one of my ladies from Bible study, we I was talking to them about, you know, be creative in your blessings and just let God work through you. And, and we talked last time about your spiritual gifts and what do you have? Yeah. And so she and her neighbor, she said she was actually in her home scrubbing the carpet and all of a sudden, she just felt this um, 
message that said, create your own stations because uh, same thing. She, wow. she was sad. She couldn't go to her yeah. church. And so she asked her neighbors, would you guys like to do this? And she had an ecumenical, she had uh, a station of the cross, all different faith, um, faiths who were participating in this. Wow. I know. And each home took one station oh, wow. and they put something at the end of their driveway oh. that repres- represented their station and then and some handouts that people could grab wow. to read about it. And then they invited the neighborhood to come walk the stations oh throughout gosh. the neighborhood. Isn't that beautiful? Those are great. You know, we're going to yeah. be here doing this as long as you're, we're sheltering. So if you guys have some ideas ahead of time <laughs> that people can do, please, you know, put them into the Facebook page or also info at thequestatlanta.com because then we can announce that next week because wouldn't that be great to have to give ideas. I've been trying to keep up all the great ideas on my website, which is gofishoutreach.com. Mm-hmm. Anytime I get, you know, all these emails, I've been trying to update my website. So go to gofishoutreach.com for a lot. Because I mean, this Holy Week, there was also, you know, the shroud was exposed, yes. the, the crown of thorns at Notre Dame was exposed, so many things. And I just have to share one. Oh, and one more thing Lisa Wheeler did, which was fun, which I've never heard of is she uh, hid 30 pieces of silver or uh, 30 quarters around mm-hmm. her house yeah. for a whole um, Holy Thursday. Uh, and then the Mac daddy thing, this was so awesome. The best, best, best thing that ever happened that happened well, was on Easter Sunday for it me was. at least. And the cool thing about this time is all of these graces from all these people praying and, and us praying more. God is like answering prayers that have been like 12 year old prayers for mm-hmm. me, you know, and just boom, just doing these amazing things every year on October 7th for uh, feast of the Holy Rosary. I drive around 285 and I invite a couple people. We do a little thing on on the radio. I mean, on the uh, conference call, and we say a rosary. It's about a forty five minute drive. So this time, though, for Easter, we were able to do Operation. We I call it Operation Consecration. We were able to do an Operation Consecration Jesus Eucharistic Motor yes. Procession yes. around two eighty five, and it all happened very quickly. And um, two wonderful, wonderful priests. Thank you, Jesus. Um, two wonderful priests were uh, in the front car with Jesus and the monstrance. Um, they were already sheltering together. So one was driving, one was holding Jesus. And we it was very last minute. And we got, we just did a lot by text and yep. uh, emails. And uh, you know, one of the priests is very um, good with technology. So he put together a glimpse thing. Yeah, which the, you that can, glimpse app. Yeah, yeah, I put it on who, my phone. Yeah, yeah, who knew how to do that? So anyway, bottom line, you know, the weather was terrible. Mm-hmm. And we did it at three o'clock, the hour of mercy. Uh, all joined in 285. And so on this glimpse app, you could follow him. So everybody was wherever they were all around the city yep. from, you know, probably 25 different parishes. And then they jumped on, they could follow him on this glimpse and then jumped on after him, on 285 after him. So we had over 700 people following yes. on glimpse. So yep. Over 700 people yes. praising God. And and uh, that was that's our desire to be close to him. Now there was probably about 125 cars mm-hmm. and we it was raining. So we were all blinking our flashlights <laughs> and, you know, no one else was on the road if you look on the other side of the road it's like empty and then ours was like but it was awesome it was amazing yeah and then we said the rosaries and then we prayed and so um i put some pictures up on go fish outreach on that as well if you want to see pictures or videos but we just prayed and prayed all around the city and then you know the storms came that night and i I really believe that we god spared us a lot i mean i know a lot of people are hurting and not not to diminish their pain but i really believe that he just you know, he's protecting us. And that, that was just an amazing, so for here's something, Operation Consecration, I've been trying to do forever and now having that many people. So God's just blessing and throwing down a lot of graces. So don't forget to dip into those. (laughs) It was amazing. And Janice, that's the type of thing where you shared your gifts and you made it so that 
we were able to all participate in that. So my daughter and I got to be part of that Operation Consecration. We jumped in at the exit near our, nearest our house. Wow. And um, it, first, it was the first time she actually drove around 285. Oh. <laughs> hey, what a good time. I know. Yeah, that's it was right. perfect. It was fairly empty. And it was only a bunch of Catholic vans of families. Uh, unless you were behind families. us. Because we did have, a, we, I have a, you know, like everybody has a three foot by five foot life-size banner of Jesus, Jesus in their home, Oh, right? yes. Jesus blew off so just Jesus as we were getting blew. on the highway. Oh, no. <laughs> so if anybody was behind us, we put it on our truck and tried to tape it on there. But, you know, yeah, it blew off. So if she was driving behind Jesus, oh, that would I've have got been... to actually tell you this part. This is so funny. <laughs> so we were just getting onto the highway. Oh, She's no. driving and we're listening to the conference bridge. <laughs> Because as Janice said, we were all praying and we were praying the rosary. We were praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet. We were praying for the state of Georgia Amen. and for the city of Atlanta and for just a hedge of protection yeah. of, over our state. And we were all praying. And literally, Janice's husband, <laughs> as we're, and, and my daughter, Lily, she knew that um, Father Tron, because he had been her theology teacher at school, had the monstrous with Jesus. So she was so excited hearing about that. And just as we were getting on the highway, Janice's husband says, oh, no, we just lost Jesus. Jesus. And literally my daughter went, oh, mom. And I said, no, no, they had a banner with Jesus's picture on it. She said, oh, mom, I thought she meant they meant that Father Tron had dropped Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I tried to clarify. It was the plastic Jesus. It was. It rather was than so, the body, yeah. blood, soul, and divinity. But, but, but halfway around this 17-year-old who was like, mom, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? She said, mom, this is so cool. Oh, wow. This is so awesome. And then she said, okay, I want to help. I want to help too. And so when I was doing nice. a decade, she said, Okay, I want to be your response person. Oh, and it was beautiful. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, Father Tron and Father Jack Durkin, um, just thank you so much for that. And I did have uh, someone said their mother who was in hospice and who was in her last days um, followed along with us and it gave her a lot oh. of joy. And then I also got a text from somebody who was a, a teenager or maybe middle school, and the daughter just said, "Now it's Easter. Now, oh, now I feel it." Amazing. And I think um, Gracie, my daughter's line was the best. Um, she said, wow, somebody's going to be praying like near 285 and saying, Jesus, just send me a sign. But <laughs> <laughs> there's, the there's going to be a three foot by five foot banner of Jesus, which I really miss. I, I anyway, that's I can, yeah, so I can if anybody offer him finds up. him, you know, if he'd like to send him back to the quest Atlanta, that would that's be great. Right. That's right. <laughs> I think we're almost um, to our break, which, of course, flew by. Yeah, so we're gonna, I'm going to go over a couple of prayers here because some of our other listeners, like um, one of our families put a cross with a white cloth draped over it, a resurrection cross on the beach where they live to share with others on Easter Sunday. And I know a lot of people are putting crosses in their in their um, yards. Also, like Dolores is making masks. Another friend decorated her uh, friend's mailbox for her birthday and hung goodies on the on the mailbox. Another one coordinated a parade for another friend's birthday, driving and decorated cars around their uh, cul-de-sac. Lots of our listeners are making masks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, lots of backyard parties over the fence. An eighth grade daughter uh, planned a surprise Zoom party for her friend, which also included a spiritual bouquet. How cool is that? Mm. I mean, my goodness. Uh, another one of our... Um, Local, uh, this this one's just a great uh, praise. It's more of a praise than what they did. But um, Benjamin, who was in a bad car accident and who after nine days in a coma, woke up this week and said, hi, mom. I mean, That's, isn't that wow. amazing? Wow. Talk about a miracle, miracle yeah. for Easter. 
So we have like just a few seconds left. I'm going to throw out a couple more Thanksgivings. We have a lot of people recovering from the COVID-19. Praise God. We have um, Thanksgiving for the quest, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving for our Catholic faith and all the blessings of the Easter season, for fidelity to vocations, marriage, ordinations. We have a friend um, whose ordination is coming up May 23rd. Consecrated all for the consecrated life throughout the Universal Church. Thanksgiving for healthy families and lots more family time. Thanksgiving for Teresa and Walter's three-month-old grandbaby whose health is doing really well. Just so many thanksgivings and praises and people who are recovering, people who are having uh, the priest and the uh, the bishops and the and the pope that's doing so many things to try to reach out to us. We give thanks for those that are doing that. And we just we give thanks for all of our priests that are able to continue to consecrate, consecrate Jesus for us. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and close out and we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Stay yeah, tuned. Stay tuned. The Quest presents... Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I don't know about you, but I feel like before I had kids, I was going to be the best and greatest mom in the entire world. I had these dreams and these, um, I was going to do crafts with my kids. I was going to be patient all the time and never yell or scream or get frustrated. And then when I had a child, it was much different. I feel like the Lord handed me a really hard baby who was um, colicky and crying all the time and I realized I it was just a lot harder than I was expecting I was recovering from a c-section and I just didn't know what to do and so I had to rely on him that much more and pray like okay Lord give me the grace I don't know what this baby needs help me help me in this moment so if that's you right now just know you are not alone and turn to the Lord and ask for prayers okay just ask he's there he wants to help for more homegrown wisdom visit thequestatlanta.com AM 1160 The Quest is listening to you, too. One listener shared. Every time I get in my car, I turn on The Quest, and it seems to always address whatever is on my heart that day. God is really speaking to me through this station. Thank you so much for bringing a message of truth and hope into my life and to so many others across Atlanta. If you're enjoying the station, please consider supporting us with a donation. Go online to thequestatlanta.com. Please join us in a parent's prayer to St. Monica. St. Monica, patron of Christian mothers, we entrust to your protection the children whose names you can read in our hearts. Pray for them that they may be granted strength to combat weakness, give them victory over temptations, guidance to resolve their doubts, and success in all their undertakings. May they enjoy health of mind and body, see beauty and worth in all created things, and serve the Lord with firm faith, joyful hope, and enduring love. Amen. It's a good day, good day to be alive. Everyone sing now, so let's do more than just survive. Hi there. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Shelter in Peace on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Janice Gibbons, and my dear friend Mari Cleveland is right across from me, six feet away. Hello. <laughs> and Annie Porter is in the house helping Hello. us out with all of the important She's got a big thing in front of her with these the knobs and buttons. So I don't know what she's doing over there, but it looks very important. So we'll be very kind to her. And we are excited. We're doing our Shelter in Peace, our second episode, I guess. Um, 
we're been, we've been doing this um, Wednesdays at 11. We're also on Facebook. And also you can uh, send any request in to info at thequestatlanta.com. And last week we had a mystery guest. Oh, and actually, yeah, Valerie did just send that in. So thank you, Valerie, for touching base with us. We like to know somebody's out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of you. That was very kind. She saw the pictures on Facebook of Operation Consecration. So last week we did a mystery guest and we have a new mystery guest this week very excited to bring on a friend of ours who is um, a first-year catholic he just became catholic last year he's a, a comedian a catholic comedian he's also um, not only known in the catholic world but just in the secular world he's very very uh, um, well known he's had one video had 11 million hits i don't even understand how that happens but I'm sure he could tell us, but we wanted to bring him on. So you may know who this is. We're talking about. We're talking about Josh. He has um, a website called funnyjosh.com. So Josh, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. How are you guys? You know, I don't even think I know your last name. <laughs> <laughs> you just know him as Funny I Josh. I do know him. on my phone. I put him. In, I put you as Funny Josh. What's your last name, Josh? <laughs> it's Harris. Oh, Harris. look at that. Okay, I do remember that now. So how are you doing? Oh, I'm blessed, man. It's good to be on land. Oh. Uh, it's a, Yeah. So how are you doing? Yeah, I heard. We're doing great. I heard you were on a cruise ship during when all this kind of broke out. Yes. I was um, doing stand-up comedy on and off cruise ships since December, and uh, I got on March 5th on a ship. I got off March 14th, and the world wow. was like a totally different place by the time I stepped off. So, uh that was very, very interesting. Wow. Sure. That is crazy. That, I mean, I can't even imagine. What, what was that like? Was, what were people, did people know what was going on in the rest of the world? Like, could they, could, did they sense all that was happening? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because the crowds, I mean, obviously, it, it, I got the spring break cruise. It <laughs> was not happening by any means uh, for at least the passengers from what I saw. I mean, this was before all of that you know, kind of those protocols took in place. So people were having a, a good time. The, the shows are packed, you know. Oh, I mean, wow. people were eating on this ship like it was a competitive sport. Oh. So, <laughs> you know how it is in cruise ships. But then once it – I feel like once it hit those, like, last couple of days, you could just tell that mm. there was the temperature had changed. I mean, I got off in Fort Lauderdale to uh, – I think it was Fort Lauderdale, yeah – um, like at the midway point and, you know, went to get some groceries and stuff. And I, I like you could like there was no hand sanit. I paid $15 for hand sanit. <laughs> oh, my. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, it was that was that was some major. Wow. Um, anyway, that was a major expense. But so um, you could tell But one cool thing that I noticed is there were some people that kind of like were leaning into their faith that I, mm -hmm. I had no idea were. um were believers, you know, so like the last day I was on the ship, for whatever reason, I just kind of stay up later on these cruises, but mm -hmm. maybe it's because I'm jacked up from the show, yeah. I'm like all excited. <laughs> and so I'm wandering, and I walk past the HR um, room, and there, there is like, I swear, probably about 30 Indonesian people, and they're all holding hands and like praying. And I'm wow. And wow. I don't mean like, these were not casual courtesy <laughs> prayers. I mean, this woman is was crying and, like, wow. literally calling out to God for help because, like, a few hours earlier, they wow. just got word that 
all cruises had been suspended until April, and certain people were going to be staying on the ship, and certain oh. people were getting off the ship. So, I mean, this was like, I was like, how did I not, wow. I wish I knew people existed, like, when I got on the ship. I would have been in, like, a Bible study with them or something, but it was uh, it was pretty powerful. That is amazing. So those were actually the employees of the ship, right? Employees of the ship. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Mm. And one of the things I distinctly remember about the prayer that this woman mm. said in the circle, she was like, God, forgive us for not, like, making you more known here. Mm. You wow. Know? Wow. Like, Whoa, that is really cool. So, wow. yeah, it's pretty you know, that, that just tells, that reminds me too, like how important it is to, to wear visual signs that we're Christians, you know, to let it be shown out, mm. uh, you know, out. Um, I have these really cool earrings that are like actually the miraculous metal with a crucifix hanging off it that I got at Walmart. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wow. it, like you said, though, like, you know, if you had known, if we had known, so how do we, how do we share our faith? Like, uh, you know, how, I hope that's something we learn from this. Hey, another thing too, like you're a comedian, so I'm sure you look at everything and see things differently than we do. And especially now we really just need hope and joy. And I know that I think that you've, um, don't, I think, don't you do some kind of like online classes maybe where people can learn or I think I remember something like that. Yes, I do. I teach stand-up comedy classes typically in person, but yeah. I also have an online version of my course. And, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that it, it, it helps people have some shortcuts that I didn't have because, you know, stand-up comedy, it's pretty, it's not like any other profession. Like, only in comedy can you have a great show one night, walk off stage and think, there is no way I'm not going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> and then 24 hours have another show, walk off stage and think, I wonder if Arby's is hiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> this is a, yeah, this is a true story. I've literally totally, I've gotten a standing ovation on national television in Las Vegas. It was like 10 years ago. I thought I was the bomb. <laughs> I, I, within 24 hours, I had another show. Somebody walked up to me and said, hey, man, forget what everybody else is saying. I think you're funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, that's painful. Wow. Well, how can they like, find those online classes, though? Because be, that would be fun. That would be a great thing to do because you could do it like with your family. Yeah, no, it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, it's just, it's, I have, uh, you can go to onlinecomedyclasses.com or okay. funnyjot.com. Okay. Um, they're, they're on there. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I've had students, I've been teaching it for like, I think about nine years, nine or 10 years. Wow. Um, and I've had students, you know, who've landed roles in like Iron Man or in movies with, uh, with the Dumb and Dumb and Dumber sequel, <laughs> in care. Um, you know, Oscar-nominated film someone recently was in, and one one student continues to have a successful uh, career writing comedy for television. So wow. it's been, wow. been really interesting to watch wow. them blossom. That is so cool. You know, you um, I met you a year ago, right, or well, a little bit over a year ago, right when you were doing the RCIA and getting ready to you know to become Catholic last year. So you've been a Catholic one year, and what a year! for <laughs> wow uh to become catholic yeah. between everything that was going on you know last easter and then now i mean what a year to be to be running into um our, our catholic world and i can't imagine uh what that must be like i mean what that's just a, an amazing year they're not all going to be like this by the way <laughs> all, all years in the catholic world are not yeah. like this <laughs> but they'll be better yeah. it's been amazing for me i mean you know i, I just love this faith because 
I, I started off, I went from Jewish to kind of nothing to Protestant to Catholic. I've sort of rounded all the bases. <laughs> and you're coming I mean, in home. <laughs> the welcome home. home. Yeah, welcome home. <laughs> I think I, I passed Scientology, but that's okay. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in uh, where I belong. So it's, it's good. Uh, I love it. You know, daily mass has been a, a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like to start off my day with, you know, with mass and the rosary. And I've just started really digging into the liturgy of the hours. But oh, I, wow. I just, I, you know, if I give God one hour of my day, he'll give me 23 back. Amen. So, that is great. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, one thing that I know you're really passionate about, and I don't want to um, let you go without telling this, because like you said, as, well, you, you didn't say, but as a single young Catholic guy, um, not a lot of people are as passionate about comedy and pro-life. And those are the two things that you're most pa- uh, passionate about. So tell us a little bit about your passion for pro-life. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's so important to me. You know, I think for me, if you go on this website, and I think it's, it's um, there's some website, and, and maybe you guys can clarify it, but it, it has the statistics of everybody who has been, uh, it's like a, a, a worldwide poll, you know, so you can see the amount of people who have had this unfortunate disease, you know, coronavirus or whatever. And, um, and it gives real-time uh, statistics. Well, I think, you know, I don't know how many it, it is right now, and it's very unfortunate. I'm so glad it's a top priority. But I just, I looked at it. There's there's 125,000 abortions that happen every day, oh, you know. Worldwide. And, uh, oh. yeah, it, worldwide, every day. And so it just broke my heart that down the street, you know, I'm very involved in, like some sidewalk sidewalk counseling, and mm. I was on the Respect Life leadership team at my, my church, and um, the abortion clinic near where I live, I mean, I went by there, and it's packed. I mean, uh, like, the, the, oh. you know, I know my, my mom's uh, friend who had a stroke can't get cataract surgery, but somehow that's deemed essential health care, uh. you know. So what uh, is so triumphant and courageous mm-hmm. is our incredible pregnancy aid clinic, the Catholic Pregnancy Resource Center that offers help, hope, and healing to women who – you know, are pregnant and, and abortion-minded, you know, they give them all the resources they need to choose life. And 88% of the abortion-vulnerable uh, people that go through there end up choosing life. Oh, and praise so, God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we did a comedy. I, I was so blessed that, you know, I got to help produce and perform at a comedy show that benefited them last year called Laughs for Life. We mm. raised over $16,500 oh, for them. Wow which is amazing and was such a gift. And then during all this pandemic, I realized, you know, they're triumphantly and courageously keeping their doors open to help all these people. So I started a GoFundMe for them, and I'm giving away all kinds of cool goodies to people who support. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. You know, yeah, we, we really want to help them keep their doors open and give all the resources they can to their clients to help them choose life. And it's super simple. It's just P-A-C is hope.com, P-A-C is hope.com, or PAC is hope.com without the K. And, uh, you know, we're just, you know, I'm just trying to, like, bring my my two fish and five loaves to Jesus and and pray that you, you know. That is amazing. That is amazing. Do you want to, hey, you know, Josh, um, we've got all these prayers, so we're going to have to go, but maybe I love when you pray. So maybe could you lead us in a prayer for um, all of these and these intentions? And then, um, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you go get back to your uh, online classes. (laughs) 
you guys so much for all that you do. Y'all are so incredible for this faith, and the quest is so meaningful to me. I listen all the time, so uh, probably daily. So, y'all, thank you for making it special. So, anyway, I'll close in a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, uh, Lord Jesus, will you please guide us, direct us, lift us up, show us throughout this day what our next step ought to be. Bless everyone in this time of uncertainty, but most importantly, help us have a God pause that leads us nearer to you, um, love you more, and love others more. Um, especially may we draw nearer to Christ, the Father, and our sweet, dear Mother, who um, shepherds us closer to the Lord. And uh, we ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. And all the people said amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, Josh. Hey, it was great talking to you. Great talking to you. Love you guys. All right. Thank love you, you too. Take care. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Mari, maybe you could, uh, we have so many prayer requests. Maybe we you do. could take uh, take a couple pages and let us know some of these wonderful prayers from our listeners. Yes, definitely. And and so um, we'll just start again in the name of the Father and the Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. And, and Lord, just as Josh just prayed, um, we just pray that people are continue to draw near to you. We know that you draw near to us. And so we do pray for all of those candidates and catechumens right now who would have been, who would have come into the church this Easter. Um, and so they are still hungry and thirsty for you and we just ask you to continue to be with them we we pray for um the family uh parish of saint monica the catholic church in duluth victor and alexandra are asking for prayers for their church as well as for the health of their elderly mothers we pray for um for those people who are getting married during this time who are maybe it's this they're having to become creative about how that's going to happen so we pray for all those getting married especially um patrick and his fiance mary grace um we pray for those people who are um converting um, to the Catholic faith again, um, and those who are being baptized, um, we do pay, pray. Excuse me <clears throat> for it, Janice prayed this earlier, but those who um, lost their lives or loved ones or mm-hmm. homes in the recent tor- tornadoes that just happened, um, and we pray for <clears throat> people who were who've lost their jobs and their livelihoods because of this virus as well. We pray for Cecilia, her family here mm. and in Brazil. Mm. Um, for talking about um, the pro life movement, we pray spe- specifically for someone named Bettina, who's an advocate in the pro life movement. She's just doing amazing things for those people. So we do pray for all of those who are standing up for life, especially those in the clinics who who want to offer. Um, hope and healing for those who um, who have um, considered abortion. We pray for the Murphy family. Um, Janice's dad actually asked us to pray for <laughs> all of his family. Thank you, Daddy. so sweet. Um, and we pray Kathleen has also asked for us to pray for a sweet friend of hers named Joni. Um, we've got people who are just um, in fear right now, Lord. Yes, so we ma'am. ask that fear be taken away. Dispel the fear. Dispel the fear. Those who are in fear because they're waiting test results of, mm-hmm. for this virus. Those who are in fear because they are sheltering in place in places that are not safe for them. So we just ask for you to protect them, Lord. You are the God who is everywhere. You are omnipresent and omnipotent, Lord. And we just ask you to be with them. All of those who um, who are in fear, maybe those who are in fear also because of financial needs for those yes, who Lord. have um, small businesses that need to prosper and, and uh, for various financial needs um, in their families. We also ask ask for um, protection for for all of those people. Um, we've got prayers specifically for people from Notre Dame Academy, for the Georgia College Campus Catholic Ministry, mm. um, for our Legionnaires and consecrated women. Mm. Um, 
We have prayers for Mountain and the he's who's the a friend oh, of yours, Janice. Yeah, the, the Catholic, Catholic traveler, traveler. Right, yeah, Lord, they Lord actually, bless him, Lord. Yes, they live in Rome, and so we ask for for prayers for people all over our world, um, for those people who are um, still dealing with so many difficulties during this time. We pray for all the members of the Christ Child Society who reach out and um, love on people. Um, we also ask for those people who are moving and finding new places to live during this time. Lord, um, they might feel feel isolated, so we ask them to. I, we ask you to be with them as well. Lord, we also pray for those um, who we pray have found the hope in coming to live with you for eternity. Those who have passed away during this time, Lord, who we pray are in the light of your presence right now. So we pray for Matthew, who died on April 13th of the coronavirus. We pray for Rich's aunt, um, Janice's, aunt Marianne. Janice's husband's Aunt Marianne, who just passed away of the virus as well. Um, and we, and for Matt's father and for Colonel Sam, for those people who have passed from this virus, Lord, we just ask that you would be with them and that they, um, that the repose of the, they would, the repose of their souls. We pray for the repose of their souls. We also pray for, um, Bob's wife, Pam, who passed away from cancer, um, for Lydia Tate, a, a sweet 20 year old daughter who just passed away, um, for Monsignor Terrence Nolan, um, for Callie's grandmother. Um, for Dale and for all those who mourn him. Um, and we also pray, Lord, for Elizabeth Goretti, who mm-hmm. is the niece yes. of St. Maria Goretti. Um, she just passed away of the virus actually on Easter, Easter. Sunday, Easter Lord, Sunday. on Easter Sunday of this virus. And we pray for her sister, Yolanda, who is ill with the virus as well. Lord, you are our, um, our God who offers us eternal life. And so we thank you that they do have eternal life. And we just ask for your mercy on those who have passed away and mercy on those who, who are sad and who are mourning them. You tell us that you mourn with those who mourn, Lord. And so we praise you and we thank you for that. Yes, Lord. I also want to pray for my cousin, Mike, who passed away yesterday of a heart attack. And Lord, we just have lots of people here who are sick and we want to, we, we know that you're the ultimate physician. So we'd like you to to bless them and heal them, please, Lord. There's lots of um, people struggling with cancer, Glenn and Phyllis and Michael, Rosemary's son, Stephen, um, a 94-year-old Uncle Ray, uh, lots of family members with cancer. So we want to pray for all of them. Lots of family members who've had stroke, strokes, I'm sorry, strokes, Adam and Patricia and Bobby, and lots of babies who are needing um, prayers, Carrie and Sydney, lots of babies who are coming into the world. Um, pray for Aiden and Christina for a safe delivery. Also, pray for all those b- little babies that have just been born. Um, our, my neighbor Braxton, uh, my neighbor Audra just had a baby, Braxton. We pray for all those that are suffering from the, the virus, uh, Shannon and Flory and Bishop Gregory from the Maronite Epar- Eparchy in Brooklyn. Pray for uh, Roger's dad and Dee Dee. Uh, and a nephew in the Philippines that is struggling with it, and all the clergy that's struggling with the virus right now. And we pray for all the people who have addictions or uh, upcoming surgeries or other kinds of things, and, and some that are postponed because of all this. So a lot of people are living in pain because they can't have the surgeries, um, hip replacements and things like that. So we just pray for all those that are are um, are suffering. Also pray for all those that are suffering um from the or isolated and suffering uh, isolated in assisted living homes especially St. George Village again let's just please uh, have a blanket of protection on all of our our family members at St. George Village and all of the assisted living places that um, people are living in fear 
So we, there's so many more there. There's others with the virus. There's uh, Katie's son, Grady, and Michael. There's others. There's a, a priest that's sick, Father Monzi of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. There's people who are suffering from Alzheimer's, like Patricia. So we want to lift up all of those prayers. Mari, do you have some others? Yes, yeah, so Lord, we also do. We lift up those our healthcare workers and all of those on the front lines. So we pray, Lord, um, and we pray Psalm 61. We say, hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call, my heart grows faint. Raise me up, set me on a rock, for you are my refuge, a tower of strength against the foe. So, Lord, we thank you that we've got these beautiful words from your yes, Holy Lord. Scripture that we can pray and that we can pray for these, for these people who are, who are ill, for Carrie's daughter, who's a nurse, for Lisa's daughter also, who is a pharmacist, um, for, for all of the nurses, for Katie and for Emily, um, for Annie, for Kristen, all of these nurses, all of these people on the front lines, Lord, who are doing your work, who are using their gifts of healing to work and heal others. Um, for those um, who are paramedics and first responders like Bezalel um, and Lauren's son as well. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. so Lord, I know we're, we're coming to the close of our hour, Lord. We just want to lift up all these prayers and we'll, we'll um, take a lot of these that we weren't able to get to and we'll bring them to you uh, in our chapel. We'll go right now. Uh, Mari and I will go six feet apart to our chapel and 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 pray there and, and lift up. We'll we'll say out say these out all of them uh, individually. But we want to leave you with um, uh, a couple of things. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the first the whole hour or the first hour last week, you can. Uh, they've posted it on thequestatlanta.com, or also you can look at the Quest Atlanta app. You can download the app, which is a great way to listen, especially right now, since we're not in our cars, you can download that app. And I think you go to programs and then you can also see Father Blunt, or uh, here, Father Blunt's um, programs as well, which are fascinating. So definitely check those out. You can also go to our Facebook page. Uh, My Teal Hair has been posted, or if it hasn't, has it? Yeah. It's been posted, so we got the front and the back with Jesus. We got the backside of Jesus too. <laughs> um, but we I'm want, the one without the teal hair. Yeah. <laughs> we also want to tell you about a really fun thing um, called the priest and the profs. And Father Neil Dabliwala, one of our favorites here, and two other um, uh, friends, uh, Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner and also Dr. Paul Thigben, are going to be doing a concert online, uh, streaming a concert, and you can go to St. Catherine, uh, S-T, stcatherinercc.org, and that's Friday night at 6.30, 6.30 to 8, and I've heard them play together, and they're really fun. Actually, the Andy and Father Neil, when Father Neil was just Neil, played on my porch when they were in high school oh, <laughs> at a party awesome. we had, yeah, on our deck. So uh, if you were there 30 or 20 years ago, whatever. And, and we also want to leave you with a quick challenge, too. We know that everybody is... Um, you know, sheltering at home and having these different experiences. So we want you to take a picture, if you would, and send us a picture of your domestic church, whether you're single or a young adult or a teen. Uh, send us pictures of how you're sheltering at home and what are some things that are happening that you, you know, blessings or, or funny things that are happening. Just uh, send us some pictures and put them on Facebook for us. Yeah, and we do want to remind you to continue to bless others. You've done such an amazing job of going out and blessing others. People are becoming more intentional, noticing those around them. You know, as we pray, we pray so many different names of God. We pray, we've prayed um, Jehovah Rapha, our God who heals, Jehovah Jireh, our God who provides. But mm-hmm. one of my favorite names of lo- the Lord is El Royi, the God huh. who sees me. Wow. And we could do a whole, se- whole segment <laughs> on the God who sees me. But one of my friends talked about seeing somebody who was homeless the other day. And she said, you know what? I decided to let them know I saw them. 
And so go out and see people, those people who aren't being seen, see them and just know that your Lord sees you. And so, Lord, we praise you and we thank you for this time that we could be together with our listeners. We praise you and we thank you that you do see them, that you do love them, that you draw near to them. And Lord, we praise you and thank you that we can be an Easter people. Amen. We We sure are. Easter people. We can say it now. Hallelujah. He is risen. Hallelujah. He comes out and (laughs) praises you and shares you in all of your glory. We thank you, Lord. Amen. That's a great way to end it. We'll see you next week or talk to you next week. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Shelter in Place and stay tuned. The Angelus is coming up next. (gasps) Oh, great.